0: (laughs) Welcome to Read, Eat, Repeat. It's episode six, I think. Woohoo! Uh, I'm Alisa Warren. I'm a journalist and we love uh, putting together this little podcast for humble readers and hopeful cooks.
1: (laughs) I'm Sally Kaloran and today we're talking about Australian author and insta sensation Sally Hepworth and her latest book The Younger Wife. Mm. My gosh it's so good to read this book because there's so much food within it that we can dissect and that we I've been cooking and thinking about so I can't wait to tell you because Liz, you haven't read this book have you? Haven't read
0: it so if you haven't read it stay tuned. Yeah. We can, you and I can be in it together. If you have read it, you'll know exactly what Sally's talking about. Yeah,
1: but there won't be any spoilers. So feel free to listen, even if you haven't read the book.
0: We're also going to chat about Christian White's uh, novel, Wild Place. And I'm thinking about going on a goop cleanse. I've got a couple of good recipes. Actually, I won't do the whole cleanse. That's stupid. Let's not pretend that I would <laughs> ever to do, do that. Does
1: in, include no coffee because I couldn't do that?
0: It's, yes. Well, her cleanse is pretty much no anything. Um it's pretty funny, but there's some really great. There's two really good recipes I want to talk about from the cleanse.
1: Oh, great! Okay. So we'll talk
0: about that. I've also been through Jimmy Barnes and Jane Barnes's new cookbook, Where the River Bends. It's awesome, and I tried out a recipe from that over the weekend that I highly recommend. Oh, so good! And we might also have a little chat about that sustainable book that you've got, but. Yeah, we'll see if we have time. Otherwise, we might
1: save Save that.
0: Yes. Um, It's all about what to do with all the leftover things you've got in the back of your fridge, which I have plenty of that I chuck out. Sarah Wilson
1: would be appalled at the amount (laughs) of food waste going on in our house. Same, which is actually why I bought the book. And it has kind of changed my behavior, although probably people in my family would disagree if they had a look in my fridge right now. We'll see if we've got time. <laughs> okay. First of all, the younger wife. Yes. Yeah, so Sally Hepworth is um, an author that I came across on Instagram. I started following her maybe four years ago and she's so funny. So I love her so much that she's the first one that flashes up on like, oh, my really? reels.
0: Yeah. I love her too. I've started following her. She has like, yeah.
1: 25,000
0: Insta followers. Yeah, that's and right. I love her daughter. She's got this gorgeous three-year-old daughter. Clementine. No, Clementine. Do you
1: know what? You have, must have been following her for a few years because she's just started school this week, Clementine oh, did. Oh,
0: my God, she looks like she's about the,
1: Oh, she's so cute. She's yeah. super, super cute. And she does naughty things like gets into her mum's um, lipstick. And, and Yeah, she's yeah. funny she's and hilarious. genuine.
0: they she doesn't have her running around in linen overalls. She's no. just so great. It's a nice little family unit vibe. Yeah and, yeah, and she's
1: got this kind of really quirky husband who's like don't does random stuff like rollerblades and has these sunglasses with speakers in them, oh, that's which funny. Sally just bags him out. Um, And she's also really generous with uh, supporting other writers. So she does this Writerly Wednesday section where she gives um, writers advice. She shows them her process of writing a book, shows them the programs she uses. It's really interesting. that's very Um,
0: generous because...
1: you know some
0: authors and I've heard her discuss this as well don't believe in doing too much social some authors say just let your work speak for themselves and others are into their social media
1: like her yeah well I'd have to say that I wouldn't have read this book if I hadn't followed her Mm. on insta because she's often um this is not a this is not a um popular opinion but she's often compared to leanne Mor- moriarty mm. that bit's popular mm. but i don't like leanne moriarty <laughs> <laughs> we have been trying to keep this so from everyone, i know so i know Alisa, i know elisa likes her but i just i like i her. don't love her book so i really was like oh she's like then mm. I don't really want to read her books, but I think that The Younger Wife is fabulous. I've also read The Mother-in-Law, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't like as much, but I did like The Dedication, so I'm going to read that out because it kind of does show kind of Sally Hepworth's really um, really funny sense of humor she's so, quite
0: quirky isn't she's she she's so yeah.
1: she's so funny yeah. like that dry satire yeah, i really like her. um so she says to my mother-in-law Anne who i would never dream of murdering mm-hmm. and for my father-in-law Peter who, on the odd occasion, I have. <laughs> Which, I'm like, that's so funny. But the younger wife is her latest. So Sally's written seven novels um, and she says that she draws on the good, bad and downright odd of human um, aspects of human behaviour and she really centres on like kind of a suburban life, family relationships and identity. Mm. And the younger wife um, starts off, I'm not giving anything away, but a surgeon um, who's a husband whose husband is marrying for the second time, mm-hmm. a much younger wife. I think he's a, she's a couple of years older than his daughters. Mm-hmm. His daughters are bridesmaids and the oh. really bizarre thing is that his wife, who is suffering from dementia, is also at the wedding oh. and doesn't really know what's oh going gosh. on and is brandishing a candlestick. Um, <laughs> what a fantastic plot line. Oh, I know. And it had me hooked from the first page and I just kind of – they're short chapters. Every um, chapter ends on a cliffhanger that just keeps you wanting more, mm. and Are I they don't know, sure, yeah, nice and snappy nice chapters. Short, yeah, so there's four point of views. So you see the story through the two sisters, Rachel and Tully, through the wife, the younger wife, Heather, oh. and then through a mystery character who you find out so, at the end. Wow. So it is kind of like a bit of a mystery what's going on, but it also then does show some really kind of you can kind of relate, you can see these people in your life Mm. Um, and their relationship with food is really interesting because, say, for example, Tully is the kind of person that she's either feast or famine when she's very anxious, she's not eating very much and then she goes kind of spirals and there's this funny scene where she takes her kids to McDonald's And they're like, who are the McDougal's? And she's saying, like, no, it's a restaurant where you can get burgers. And they're like, but do they serve pesto gnocchi? Oh, and then the sister calls and they're like, Mom's taking us to McDonald's. And she's like, quick, come over. Um, and then there's Rachel who kind of. Is she has some past trauma in her life, and so she uses food as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually bakes cakes, and um, so there's lots of food in her pages. So there's carrot cake with cream cheese frosting. Oh, she, she bakes, camp, like, does a big batch of pancakes and then eats them all. Um, she makes lamb massacre and salad. But oh. there's this wonderful scene where she um, has, spends a week making this wedding cake. Mm-hmm.
0: For herself,
1: no. Or, for okay. um, for these clients, right? Clients. Oh, okay, right. And you know, she's done all the sugar flowers and she's oh. hand painted them. And then this event happens that triggers her, and she just sits down and eats the cake. Oh, oh God! <laughs> and then someone comes in and he's like, "I know what we can do. We'll just go to Woolies oh. and buy a cake and then just ice that I up said. and." So We've all done that. <laughs> How good is a Woolies cake at the last minute? Oh, I love icing a Woolies cake. So, yeah, look, it's a really funny book. Um, I had just read Hannah Kent's Devotion and mm. also Cloud Cuckoo Land, mm. which was like real, they're both heavy, really heavy books. Yes. And um, when I went to the bookstore, he suggested that I needed a palate cleanser, Yes, which was this oh, book. It but I, okay. It's so sweet, but I actually think it's more of a palate cleanser. So it's actually yeah, a great right. book that I'd highly recommend. Oh, that's awesome. So anyone who wants to get back into reading again yeah. or um, And
0: it's refreshing to hear
1: that somebody didn't
0: die and you're not trying to figure out who killed them. I'm just to oh, well, be out. Of, well. Oh, but kind that of So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not for me.
1: <laughs> no, but it's not gory suspenseful crime. Right, yeah. It's more like um I wonder what happened, but yeah, these characters yes. are so compelling. Right. It's not scary. It's not like yes. edge of your okay. seat kind of thing. But you, is you it want funny? to funny Yeah, it's funny. It's witty. Mm. Yeah. Tell me about McDonald's. Do you take your kids there or are you too good a mum? Uh, well, I have a kid who needs mm. a high fat, high salt diet, mm. who had a lot of food allergies when he was younger. Mm. So actually his dietitian at the kids hospital said McDonald's is really good for him. <laughs> But it's not, not necessarily good for, good for the rest of, I know. <laughs> so we so, but we do I do a lot of road trips and we yes. do have happy meals, yes. On you know, occasions. We
0: over the holidays we went to Macca's and everyone in our family got um a ten pack of nuggets because it was dinner and we'd been out and about during the day and everyone was really hungry. I have four kids. So he the person on the um on the checkout thing said, Would you just like two twenty packs? <laughs> And my husband was at the window. He's like, no, no, everyone needs their own box. We'll get 10, we'll get four, 10 packs of nuggets, please. How ridiculous. Imagine they'd be getting them out of the freezer for that night. Tell me about your wedding
1: cake. Speaking of cakes. Okay, so... I was thinking about wedding, oh, well, my personal wedding yeah. cake. Oh, well, we didn't have a wedding cake because I was kind of like anti the whole oh, wedding cake, cake thing. thing. Would you do I the same it was now? It's a waste of money. Um, yeah, I totally do the same. So my beautiful friend Jess made brownies oh, and gorgeous. piled them all up and then put a Lego <laughs> husband and wife on top. Cute. It was really sweet. What about you? We
0: had a um, beautiful wedding cake made by my mum. Because I was the same, I thought I'm not just going to get some cake made by whoever just so we can cut it and then no one eats it.
1: Well, I don't like fondant.
0: No, well mum made made these beautiful um, like flowers that sat on the cake with a beautiful ribbon and it was gorgeous. But then for dessert we also served on silver platters bunches of paddle pops (gasps) because at the end of the wedding that's all people want, a little sugar hit. (laughs)
1: Yeah. What did you also do you always do great catering at parties? What did you do for Did you do that for Tom? Oh yeah, I think we did that I for a, um yeah, Tom's having, 40th or something. Yeah. I think maybe we
0: did paddle, paddle pops, pops for that then. too. Ever remember having paddle one? Oh, here you go, fun fact. What flavor paddle pop is rainbow caramel? Oh, have I done that to you before? No. <laughs> How did you know? It's a good fun fact. Yes. If you're ever out with someone and you don't have anything to talk about, pull that one out. Okay. Can I tell you about um, Wild Place? Would you like to talk any
1: more about Sally Hepworth? No, no, all good. I just have a cake that I want to talk about oh, later on. Yeah. No, but yes, yeah, please
0: tell me about your cake.
1: Oh, so I was just thinking about Rachel's, um, you know, eating the cake and kind oh, of yeah, cake fails. On the floor. On New Year's Eve, I went to my neighbour at Cam and Amber's house and they had this beautiful man there called Jared. Mm. He's so gorgeous. Um, anyway, he loves cooking and he's so passionate about cooking and he cooked this amazing meal for everyone. Mm. Um, and then he topped it off with a trey lech cake. Have you had that before? No. So it's a Latin American dessert um, and you make a sponge cake and then you combine um, a tin of evaporated milk. A tin mm. of condensed milk. Oh like, my god! <laughs> and a cup of like cow's milk from you know, yeah, cow's udder. Yeah. Um, so you combine it all. You get a fork and poke holes in the sponge cake, mm. and then you pull, pour the milk over the sponge. Oh, yum! Like then a you, syrup. Yeah. So does it soak so it kind into? Of, the, yeah, it soaks yum. into it. It's kind of big. Takes on like a tiramisu kind mm. of texture. Warm, so do you warm that and pour it? On? No, so it's cold. Right. The cake's warm, yeah. but then you put that oh, on, right. and it yeah. kind of soaks in. Then you whip cream, and then put heaps of fresh fruit like berries and beautiful um, stuff on top. Yeah, and it's so yummy. And then you can kind of put it in the middle of the um, table, and then you just kind of get oh, spoons and beautiful. spoon it on. Have it with ice cream and cream. Anyway, what an easy and impressive cake. Oh, it was so good. Mm. I had like two serves. Mm. Um, Um, And it's quite rich and it is very sweet. Mm. So um, it's good when you're kind of drinking a lot with it. (laughs) But I went and made it. I got the recipe from this beautiful Jared and then um, I made it for some friends that came over that are really good cooks and I was like I'm going to impress the pants off them. Mm. Anyway, I made it and then I put it on a breadboard because I couldn't find a platter. And when I picked it up, dropped it. Oh, God. On the floor. Oh, my God. Face down, cream everywhere. Oh, no. And I'm just like going, fuck, I hope no one comes in the kitchen because there's no doors on our kitchen. So scoop the cake up, put it back on, (sighs) whipped more cream, put the cream on top. On top, one of the kids came in and she's like, What happened? And I'm like, Shush, don't say anything. <laughs> then I went and served it up. Like the cake was kind of fell apart. Anyway, I served it up and I told them afterwards that it had fallen on
0: the After floor. After they ate it.
1: Yes. Oh my God
0: mental note don't eat at Sally's house
1: <laughs> but some of them had seconds too oh and right. I told them afterwards but um and Messina is now um you know the ice cream mm. place is now serving a tray lech cake oh. she my friend sent me the um thing and that looks like it has been dropped on the floor oh. as well <laughs> so you're just keeping up with your trends now yeah.
0: But, but I um, remember that trifle you made us once at oh, Christmas time and yes. it was delicious but it had run all through the bowl oh, yeah, and because it
1: had jelly yeah, and jelly custard it. and oh the, mate,
0: yeah. and you was, were serving we were to going impress you. sorry it
1: looks like vomit
0: <laughs> it tastes good <laughs> hey speaking of cake i found this really good cake i'm going to cook next week next episode and tell you about yeah. i found this cake in the new yorker mag and it's called a snacking cake have you ever heard of the snacking
1: cake before? I think it sounds right up my alley. Oh, it's so
0: beautiful. What is it? It Does sounds it have delicious. Like trail mix in it? It's like, <laughs> no, I know, mate, if I snacked on this, I'd be this, I wouldn't be able to walk through the door. <laughs> so I think their version of snacking perhaps is different to ours. It seems to be some sort of movement snacking cake. I'll tell you what's in it. It's basically, I think the reason why it's called snacking is because you can get everything from your cupboard and throw it together. Oh. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it for my kids and you put a shitload of icing sugar on the top. That's the go. Yeah. So it's like sugar, eggs, sour cream. I'd have to pick that up. I don't have that handy in my cupboard. Um butter, nutmeg, I vanilla. It's gone sour. Yeah. <laughs> The same, same thing flour baking powder baking soda and then you just put icing sugar up the top I'm gonna make it because if they're making it in New York you know
1: gotta yeah. bring a bit of
0: that to Sydney town I want
1: to see it is it like the Gwyneth vomit you sent me no oh yeah so I sent <laughs>
0: Sal during the week this picture and I said we should talk about this it's this TikTok craze you grate an egg basically on your toast that's it. You're grating an egg. Right. Yeah. It's a new way to have an egg, like poached, oh. fried, sunny side, or grated oh, things. Yeah. And I sent it to Sal. I was like, look at this cool thing. And Sal just wrote, that looks like vomit, which it did. Let me tell you about a couple of books I've read this week. First one, I read <laughs> Wild Place by Christian White, which was. A book I really wanted to read because it was on the bestseller list and I thought it would be really great. he's an Australian author. He's an Australian author and he wrote The Nowhere Child and The Wife and the Widow. I really loved The Wife and the Widow. It's a really great book. It's a really interesting, very different structure that, is enough for you to push on and read it but it doesn't really quite make sense until the end and at that end moment don't you love those moments I do gotcha yeah oh wow um so it's a really good book I would recommend if anybody's up for a bit of a page turner this book is called Wild Place it's his latest book it's uh quite dark it's a mystery it's a crime book it's set in a perfect Australian suburban community and this girl goes missing um I liked it because it was fast, engaging. It was pretty pacey. However, um, there was no food in it or very, very little, nothing really of note. Mm. Um, Not that that's a deal breaker, but the things I didn't like about it, it was written by a man trying to understand the viewpoint of women Right, Isn't and did annoying? it work? Yeah, no, it was so condescending. Oh. And pretty much every female character in the book was pretty hopeless. Oh, no. Yeah, which is a real shame. And I'm also a little bit sick of the teenage girl that goes missing. Yeah, right. Like, like where was he Well, me? he wrote I The Nowhere
1: it, Child. That was about a child that went, She yeah. was
0: taken to. That was an interesting book. This book um, was about sort of this um, Satan and um, different kind of – dark energies that book was about a cult and apparently with each book he likes to jump into a really alternate universe and set it in
1: ah. that yeah theme yeah. um i i didn't i liked but i didn't love the nowhere child i thought it was really overly edited right what about the snakes in it i have a major
0: snake phobia and there's a shitload of snakes in that at the end, but I had to push on because to find out what happened. What happened? Yeah. So I would recommend buying Wild Place if you've seen it in the bookshop, um, or if you just wanted, to, if someone's happy to read really? it to you. I would really? I would recommend. No, no, I hadn't finished. I would recommend re- giving it to, or recommending that you tell perhaps a male friend in your life to read it,
1: oh, because okay. I think they would
0: find it less irritating from those female points of view. I read an, a review in The Guardian written by a man <laughs> about this book who said it was great and it is good but, you know, um, and he pulls out this quote that is um, a reference of by a teenager in the book and the teenager is looking at this woman or girl at the same age and says, um. He couldn't stop noticing her. Quote, I'd never experienced anything like it. It snuck up on me like one of those nature documentaries where the lion stalks the gazelle. Oh, Uh, whatever. So there was a bit of that in there. But I would, um, it's a really quick, easy read at the beach if that's not going to bother you. Um, I also read a wonderful book that I didn't think would be great called Where the River Bends" by Jimmy Barnes and his wife Jane Barnes. Um, yeah, I can't wait to hear about this. So, it's a really interesting book. My mum bought this and loaned it to me, and I was like, yeah, I mean, do they cook really? Like, they're music people that boy can they cook. And it's a really lovely, warm, beautiful book. Some of the recipes in there is like a spanacopita or last night's leftover roast beef, that kind of thing that you yeah. might be like, I don't need a recipe for that. But it's such a beautiful reflection um, within each recipe about why it's special to them,
1: which is really beautiful. Well, family's big for them, isn't it? And that's what it's all about. Every Christmas I listen to the tin lids. Yeah, I loved the tin lids.
0: (laughs) So this is um, all about family and friends and how food unites them. And they have a house um, where they spend a lot of their time, perhaps they live there full time now, um, in a spot called Where the River Bends. And they love it there. And that's where they congregate with their family, who all now are really keen cooks and um, the intro to the book is beautiful they talk about how they are sort of like two rivers that have come together Um, they say Jimmy Barnes writes the intro and says Jane and I were like two rivers different courses Jane's early travels were gentle and slow like a deep wide river rolling through soft green hills always constant only changing direction when she needed to And then he says, my erratic creek, on the other hand, surged from its source, fleeing the harsh, oppressive landscape of its origins and twisted and turned, rushed and crashed, desperately gouging a path (laughs) that was usually shallow and nearly always treacherous. So it's a beautiful love story in there as well. Um, The interesting part is she, her background is Thai and his background is Scottish so it's this bizarre cookbook where they're
1: talking about mashed potatoes as much as they're talking about a green chicken curry. Oh, and is it their story? Because um, I would have thought they would have a photo of them on the front cover, but it's not. I think so, it's
0: them quite far away paddling down a river. Oh, on gorgeous. A, yeah, it's actually so
1: it's a beautiful small. cover. It's a
0: beautiful cover, really beautiful photos, and lots of photos of all of their family are in here. Um, they've got some things in here. At the beginning there's a grain-free muesli, and the little side note says Mahalia, which is one of the daughters, makes this especially for Jimmy as a grain-free diet, has helped him manage his arthritis and other joint pain. And, oh. yeah, and then there's other um, parts in here. There's a green chicken curry and things like a Oh, cottage my God, pie. that looks delicious. Yeah. It's beautiful. There's a seafood sang Bao. bao. Um, I loved this, Sal, and I thought you'd like this. She talks, a, Jane Barnes, talks a lot about brining the chicken for at least four hours before she cooks any of these
1: chicken dishes yeah i've Do tried you brine your chicken yeah i've tried it but we actually um buy these chickens that um so what happens with most chickens most farmed um chickens are put in a bath of chlorine mm-hmm. and before they're sold Ooh. but we buy these chickens um summerland chickens mm-hmm. they're from a, a amazing farm in wellington mm. and they actually air dry the chickens so we don't need to brine them beforehand wow. but i think if you buy like a just a chicken yeah, that you mass-produced chicken yep. that brining can help get rid of the chlorine flavor oh, yeah
0: well i've never really noticed it but she does say it creates a more tender juicy chicken in your meal. Yeah. So over the weekend we had can't a few not be bothered to be honest. that's uh, a lot of it. Like it's, you know, then you got to boil it and wait for it to cool. Yeah. Pop it in, put it in the fridge. Like it is quite a lot of effort. I, I've never done it because I just don't have the I mean my family's lucky to be getting dinner.
1: Let <laughs> <not> alone <laughs> in brine. So it would come as no surprise that Matt has brine chickens yes, before. Mr. Food. But um not so me. over the weekend
0: I made this meal from this book um creamy potato bake. Have you made a potato bake before?
1: Yeah. I'm not
0: mad I on the potato you said bake.
1: A potato cake. Oh, no. Ah. Yeah. But I was like, oh, God. that is a carby cake. I like, I thought oh, you were a bit puffy, puffy in the face.
0: I don't see starch level.
1: I swear you said in a text, I'm making this potato cake. So I made a potato bake
0: and. <laughs> It was really good. There's a few things I didn't know. So I chucked it's, um, It's basically two and a half kilos of potatoes, chestnuts, garlic cloves, Ooh. rosemary, and obviously the cream and butter. So I didn't have any chestnuts, so I just chucked in almonds and I also sprinkled onion through it. Um, oh, I didn't yeah. realise that you make it like a lasagna, but you put yeah, the layers. cream on at the end Oh yeah! This is put the cream on at the end, which was a winner because you don't have this flood at the bottom. So you create it, and then you just pour all the cream on the top, and then when as you cook it, it just melts through. Was so delicious
1: kids would have loved it yeah
0: they did everyone loved it so i'm cooking jimmy barnes's potato bake now regularly it's so funny and when i cooked it for some friends they're like jimmy barnes has a cookbook was it was a good talking point so um yeah there's some really beautiful food in here and i can see why it's a bestseller if you wanted to get someone actually, in your life a lovely cookbook, it I would actually really recommend. It reminds me
1: a bit of the um, a Year of Sundays with the stories around what they cook. Maybe it makes it a little bit more, um, I don't know. It makes it a bit more
0: authentic. Like yeah. you're actually cooking someone's meal that they love. And there's a whole chapter on potatoes, which I think is pretty That's funny because so it's from Scotland. <laughs> um, it's just a really beautiful book and they they grow all their own produce and so on. Speaking of potatoes, do you want to hear about the latest milk? Potato milk. Oh, what I know. How do you milk a potato? Oh well, apparently it's the latest thing. The next milk is potato. So move over almond milk, soy milk, Ugh. potato milk. Can you believe it? That's the latest thing. That'd be a fattening milk, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, and milk. they do
0: it the same way that they hydrate almonds and so on. Now using it with potatoes
1: so um you try that and
0: then report back speaking of it po- <laughs> it be like the potato cake speaking of potatoes there's a real potato vibe going on with my recommendations <laughs> the goop cleanse oh yeah tell me about it okay that is
1: something that I will absolutely never do okay well
0: there's a couple of things that are good I tried to do the smoothie it's like a spiced pumpkin and green smoothie yeah gross it's pretty much pumpkin soup <laughs> It's pumpkin soup in a glass. But raw? No, 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 no. You're cooking it. Yeah, you're cooking the pumpkin and then blitzing it.
1: Okay. Oh. So it's a hot? Oh, yeah, but hot, but it's a drink. No, no,
0: not hot. Like you would put it in the fridge and then. But you'd have that for a meal. Yeah, with like spices and oh, so disgusting. It's pretty much cold pumpkin. So anyway, there was a lot of things in there that are like, it's good recommendations. It was like salmon with garlic and fennel and so on and lots of skillet cooking do you have a skillet um you know you cook on the stovetop and then you chuck it in the oven is
1: that the one with the grooves in it Mm, i
0: don't know but it means it can go in both oh yeah 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 Yeah. we've got them yeah like a pan pretty much a pan (laughs) it's a pan it's a pan Anyway, a yum thing. Sweet potato two ways. Want to know about it? <laughs> yeah. Because she just eats this. This is our meal, but you would put it with an actual meal. Okay. <laughs> um, you can do savoury or sweet. Savoury, you just slice the sweet potato and cook it, like um, roast it. Yeah. So you slice it in half, roast it, and then on the top you treat it like a piece of bread. So on the savoury one you do an oh, avocado, some red onion, a bit of lime. Cheese. Yum. She's not eating any <laughs> but you can. And then the sweet one has tahini, one date, one date. Oh. You chop that up, pepitas, yum, sesame and salt. Oh, yum! I
1: could actually totally do that. So, that so that's delicious. The, that's on
0: the breakfast menu. That is yum, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah.
1: so yum. I've done that before with eggplant, sweet potatoes. <clears throat> no, no, no. I think forget they're it. Just the same. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, like, Thanks for that starches that grow right. above the ground ah, right. are better for you than but the sweet potatoes, definitely.
0: Under yeah. The well, so anyway, it was good. I won't be doing it because I'll be so hungry. I'd be in the worst mood. Um, and perhaps if I lived by myself and didn't have anybody else in my life, I would give it a go. Yeah. So if that's you, do it and do report back. Tell, do you want to tell me a bit more about your love affair with Goop? Oh, yeah. I do love a bit of Goop action. Well that's it. I just love it.
1: Yeah. What do you how would you check her website every day? No.
0: I get the newsletter once a week. So I read the newsletter.
1: Oh, okay. It's pretty
0: much just like straw hats, navy shirts, you know, white shorts, gold necklace for $3,000. <laughs> it's just a life I do not lead. And I quite love it. Yeah, so you like have a glimpse into a nice kitchen. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have a little sanctuary online don't you think yeah what's yours do you get a good newsletter i tried the stephanie alexander newsletter was that good Mm. it's it's, it's lengthy
1: yeah right dense do you know i love looking at um jumbled online oh yeah i look at the art i look at the clothes um i look at the vases yeah Mm. they're great yeah um now kind of look at that
0: can you do you know what you're going to be looking at can you tell everyone your news What's happening this weekend?
1: Oh, we're getting a puppy. We're getting a puppy.
0: It's going to be big. She's going to be at the
1: next recording, I'm sure. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Sal showed me some photos of the puppy and the low point was when Sal said, this is with its ear
1: up and its ear down. (laughs) (laughs) So we're getting a beautiful little Kelpie pup. Some friends um, of ours Mudgy have given us this – absolutely divine kelpie and we've been watching Mustard dogs have you watched that on the abc i saw it is it great it's so great awesome so the show is um they take five kelpies from the same litter and give them to dog trainers around australia and then they each have a year to train the dog um into working cattle through a fence anyway we are going to have 12 months to uh to prove that we can have a Kelpie as a working pet so she can work mm. cattle on our farm and also live in, in the, the city. city. Wow.
0: Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll report back.
1: Wow. So that's like two walks a day. You're
0: going to have to read a dog book. Can you read a puppy book and recommend some sort of book about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll do some research. Can you train my dog, my big naughty Labrador oh, Daisy? Oh, she's
1: beautiful. Mm. But yeah. Maybe they can play, yeah, outside. That really? would she's love She's a bit that. bigger. She's too much of a baby right now. Yeah. Oh, God. So anyway, <laughs> Sal
0: is going to be obsessed with her dog, but never fear, friends, I will. Keep that in. Yeah, keep that in line.
1: Next time, what are you going to read? What are you going to bring next Next so I cut. had just read Diana Reed's Love and Virtue, which oh, I can't wait good? to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Interesting. I liked it. It was a little bit triggering because I went to college at Sydney Uni and I was like, oh. Oh, right. Okay. That's, oh, that's, that's it. That's not very mm. good, is it? Right. Um, but no, It's great but i really enjoyed it okay. um and then you have read well meg i've mason's. read an
0: absolute cracker and i can't wait to talk about it meg mason's sorrow and bliss that was loaned to me by a friend it's not that new but oh so good can't wait to discuss and it's also instead of valentine's day here's a tip celebrate library lovers day yeah I think it's librarian lovers day actually oh, librarians are more love important librarians. than the library. Yeah. yeah your sister's a librarian isn't yeah. she Yep, she is. Shout out to Loop. I also have got halfway through a Colleen Hoover book.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Man. Have you been hoovering it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge success. People love Colleen Hoover. In fact, there's a hashtag. It's hashtag Coho or something. Really? Yeah. like <laughs> a huge fan. She's got nearly a million followers on Should social I media. Should I read this for next week too? Yeah, it's good. It's, there's like, it's an easy, quick read. It's a bit of sex, bit of love, bit of young angst. You like, like, bit of sex, bit ugh. of that, uh, bit of this, bit of that. Thank God, no one's missing or dying because I'm just a little bit worn out. Worn out, yeah, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed reading the Jimmy Barnes, Jane Barnes book. It was yeah. very therapeutic for me. I was like, great, no one's in rehab or looking for someone <laughs> in some dirty old ditch. Did he do it? Did she do it? None of that. It was really lovely. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening, and thanks to all of our friends who send us I little know. notes. And so beautiful! Yeah, we're really lucky. Family and friends, and some really great people have contacted us. So thanks so much for we love coming along for the chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been really fun. And if you still love it, we'd love you to subscribe to the podcast. And you can come and follow us on socials if you want. We just post there every now and then of things that we're up to, and what we might be reading, or what we'd like to
1: review next so if you have any ideas yeah please get in touch we'd love any feedback and we'd love to hear from you great see you next time okay bye okay bye